Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's Ethan and Ryan. Hi. We're doing the Egg Sports Podcast. Um, In around three hours. Yeah. This week's episode was super long, uh, so we're going to be splitting it up into two parts. Uh, part one will be released Friday night, Saturday morning. Um, part two, Sunday night? Sunday, Probably Monday we're looking at. Okay. Um, yeah, part one is going to be talking about the Blue Jays and you're also going to get the middle of the show in part one. And then part two will be exclusively focusing on the Oilers and the draft and free agency and then trivia and then trivia will also be part of, uh, part two. Um, and that'll be out Monday. So don't fret. You're not missing half a show. It's still like a full length podcast, but it's it was twice. super long this week. We we hit three hours, man. So you can look at this one of two ways: either like we need to shut up, or <laughs> like, hey, I got two episodes of X Sports this week. Yeah, two episodes in like four days. So so yeah, uh, we appreciate the listens. <laughs> um, yeah, so please enjoy this episode of X Sports. gentlemen welcome back to the egg sports podcast alongside me as always ryan mackney my name is ethan baduza and we begin episode 11 yes the mark messier episode yep we begin the mark messier the alexis lafreniere episode with a public service announcement ryan the floor is yours sorry could you say that a little louder for the people in the back keep nuge forever Give him all the bags of money. <laughs> Give him as many years, as many monies as he wants. Keep Nuge forever. So what you're saying is the Oilers should sign Nuge. They should extend him until the end of time. Which is, like, judging by the way things are going, is probably next Tuesday. <laughs> well, better get that contract <laughs> done. <laughs> but yeah, keep Nuge forever. Give him a blank check. Sign him to all the monies. Twenty thousand million dollars a year Mm. yeah keep keep that man before we get into baseball do you want to talk about the vegas golden knights third quickly they're awesome i love them okay my initial reaction before seeing them was that i was so happy that it exists i'm like vegas has a third i'm so excited (laughs) for this um i looked at it um i it's so vegas that i yes that's what i love i like the, the arms look a little bit strange. The arms are fine. The white and red with like, like the the gold is so light already that I feel like if the white portion of the arms were made black, it would do something. I don't know. Something about them is a little bit weird. I want to see one in person. I feel like they would look. Good I in think person. they're just fine. And you know what? I think they're jerseys that are gonna look way better in person. They are. I can tell that already. Yeah. Um, yeah, people are saying ugly mustard. I disagree. No, that's, that's not gold. That's not mustard. That is gold. That, yeah, they, they are. I'm hyped that Vegas has a third finally. Um, something's a little bit off about them. They could, but I love that they're so Vegas. You, you know what's off about them? What? It's I don't have one yet. <laughs> I don't think anyone that's, does. That's the only thing wrong with this jersey. <laughs> like, first of all, like you said, it's so Vegas. Like, not only is it gold. But I'm pretty sure when you get up close to the jerseys, it's all sparkly. 
Oh, yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Second of all, it is so hard to pull off a yellow hockey jersey. I feel like yellow is the hardest color to make work. Agreed. Because think about what teams have good yellow jerseys. Team Sweden. Sweden. Team Sweden. And I would argue Team Ukraine. But yeah. And that's it. Right? Yeah, like, I, guess, I don't right? like Nashville's jerseys. I don't like Nashville's yellows. That, like the other to, ones. To, to be fair, I think that's less about the color and more that like they're just boring jerseys. Yeah. Pittsburgh's yellow thirds are okay. Those ones are all right. The bad problem is that they have yellow helmets too, which is... Well, so does... So does... Yeah, Nashville yeah. does now. And Nashville's... Nashville's... A, um, what was it? Reeboks? Nashville's yellow Reeboks had blue helmets. And those were better jerseys. I For think. sure. They actually had, like, yeah. a design going um, on. I, I kind of like LA's old yellow with the purple. It was all right. Yeah. It wasn't great. Yeah, yeah. I like the purple and blacks better. But, like, my point is... It, uh, primarily yellow like, jerseys hard. Good on Vegas for, mm-hmm. like, taking a risk. In before being, someone says that they're gold and not yellow. <laughs> just come fight me. <laughs> But, like, they took a chance. Saskatoon Blades. There's a nice yellow one. They have a yellow jersey? They do. Oh, yeah. Oh, those are beautiful. Yeah. Oh, man, I love those. Yeah, I, I, I keep forgetting that Saskatoon rebranded yeah. a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm still used to the... Because I, I still play NHL 14 sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And they're still the just, like, the blue. Yeah. But, yeah, those are sweet jerseys. But yeah, I give the Vegas jersey like probably a nine out of ten. I'm gonna go with like a a high six, low seven. Cause there well, is, you, doesn't matter because you're wrong. <laughs> there is some. It's not that I would make change to the jersey. I just I want to put it into Photoshop and play with the arms a bit, just see what I can do. Because I feel like there's something I can do to them. They 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 lack the black. I feel like. I don't know the 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 white. They're not the Vegas Black Knights. No, no. They're the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, but the the white. I don't know. The arms are a bit weird to me. I'm not currently looking at one right now. I'm just trying to remember. I've seen like I and it like they could totally make this their home jersey and move the gray one to the alternate. Totally, and I'd totally be fine with it. Totally, I think either one works as a home jersey and as a third. Now, okay, the question is, when they first came out, we talked about if the red stripe is weird, and we both said no. I'm used to it. Yeah. Is the red stripe weird on the, on the yellow jerseys? No. I think it, it's it looks more, the same. It's, it's more weird, but it's, it's okay. No, no. I think it's fine. I want you to imagine for a second that both the white and the red on the arms are black and gray. Which one's black? The, whichever one's not next to the other gray. So the red. So the white's black. Yeah. The, okay. The white's black. The red is gray. Do you think it looks cleaner? Okay. I I'd go with this. So the sleeves are on the yellow jersey, gray, white, red. Yeah. Black. No, white. White. Red. Gray. Sorry. What? They're. I don't. Do you have a picture? I don't have a picture up. Yeah. They're. You so okay. the shoulders are gray, and then it's white, and then it's red. Yeah, and then back to gold. Yeah. Black. White. Gray. That's top to bottom. Okay. Yeah. So you wouldn't have much gray on this jersey at all. It'd just be a little stripe. Mm-hmm. But I love them. I think they're, they're great. very well done. I think they're great. Also, uh, other hockey fashion news: Calgary going back to the to the throwbacks for next season. Ketchup and mustard, baby. You know what? I'm good. 
people are going to want to fight me for this. The one good thing Calgary, not just as a franchise, but like as a city, <laughs> has going for them is the Flames throwback jerseys. They're not even the home really away. throwbacks. Home or away. They're not... Both of them. I well, think really on, interesting... Okay, interesting take from my point of view. I actually prefer their... 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 Their aways. Like, their last year aways. Over their... Okay, okay. I like... I should clarify. Because... The white jersey... The, the, the white Top throwback? Five. Yes, the one that they're going to next season. Yeah, which is weird. We call them their current jerseys? Or their, I don't know. Well, this one isn't even a throwback because they never wore it. This, this was their Heritage Classic yeah, jersey. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right? Which yeah. is like designed to look like a throwback. But it's not. Top five white jersey in the league. Bo- I, both Alberta teams have a spot in that top five. BT dubs. Top, like, uh, uh, it's see, so good. It's just... it. It's clean. It is very clean. It's not the confusing arm side patterns they did with the... I don't know. See, I like the, the shade of red on the old aways better. Like the ones that use in the playoffs. Those aways. And they have used... I, I feel like not being, that Not that I like any Flames jerseys. You're being very nitpicky. I don't know. I, I've been designing a lot of jerseys for fun online. And so I'm like getting really into specifics on them. Uh, my top five whites, though, it's not it's not close, personally. Who's your number one? Rangers. Top. Yep, they're in my top five as well. Avs. Yep. Oilers. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I like Dallas. I like Dallas quite a bit. And St. Louis. I don't have a good sound effect to tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> It's just the green. St. Louis, really? Also, Winnipeg's with like the 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 jacket look. I yeah, like the that. one that's like designed like an RCAF yeah. uniform. I, like I love that. Well. Also, can I say Seattle's aways yet? Because those are nice. What color are those again? White. Like I'm... most away jerseys. <laughs> Sorry, stupid question. <laughs> um. <clears throat> we weren't even gonna talk about this, but you brought it up. So way to way to throw us. <laughs> way off the beaten path for the first nine minutes of the episode. Uh, I I saw you on on the pod account on Twitter, which breaking the fourth wall. Ethan runs that account normally. Um, hey, whoa, 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 <laughs> no! You're totally gonna ruin the suspension of disbelief. Uh, like when I read the tweets, I'm like, oh yeah, this is totally written by them in collaboration. No, I I, I was just gonna. It's Written not even by run by any. The Twitter account is its own sentient being. Yes. That just lives in cyberspace. Well, the all, the sentient being behind the Yeg Sports Pod Twitter account said that there's going to be a seven-hour episode this week, so I'm just trying to make that There's just through. There's just so much happening right now. Yeah. Which is, the, is in, probably a good thing because, like, two weeks from now, we're yeah. going to have nothing to talk in about. The, in the absence of everything, a lot's happening. It's weird. It's like nothing's going on right now. I mean, baseball playoffs with teams you don't care about. All, all of like, our teams that we talk about are out. Yeah. And yet somehow, done. somehow there's, a, there's a lot of tea going on right they're, now. They're either done or they just didn't play this year. Yeah. Double, Double E's, baby! baby. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> should we get started with one of our major topics? I have one other thing. Go for just, it. Well, I mean, it's a couple of things. 
As, as usual. Uh, they're both hockey-related. Neither of them are NHL-related. Hmm. So I have, I have thing one in this hand, <laughs> thing two in this hand. Yeah, the cat in the hat wants his friends back. I want you to, like, which one do you want to talk about first? The one with the watch on it. This one, Your thing one. Hand. Thing yeah. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thing one. The Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. QMJ. Their season start, it's starting, like, right now. What? So, like, good, good job, QMJHL. Go, Ramuski. Go, Mooseheads. Go Gatineau Olympics. Shout out to my buddy Evan who lives in Halifax. Big Mooseheads fan. Um, I know we're not doing shout outs yet, but well, not that shout out. <laughs> just a lowercase g or lowercase. There's no, there's no g in shout out. You're thinking of know. <laughs> lowercase s shout out to my I, buddy. I, Evan. I got a lowercase g Gatineau Olympics for Where right the hell here. did I get a g from? Okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to say... Thing hey, one. The QMJHL, they announced some rule changes. It's not even a G in QMJHL. I'm just going to forget that happened. <laughs> they announced some rule changes. Dude, shut up. Speaking of forget this happened. Shut up. Okay, <laughs> so... I, I, I didn't even say anything. I said something wrong. Because <laughs> the QMJHL started their Rule season. changes. In regards to fighting. Yes, that look on your face. That's why I want to talk about this. So the rule is, now anytime you fight, in addition to your five-minute major penalty, each player will receive a 10-minute misconduct. So we're gone from five to fighting to 15 for fighting. Thoughts? Was fighting an issue before? What I've heard... Browsing the Reddits and the other online messaging platforms, the Twitters. Mm-hmm. From what I've heard, I think the QMJHL gets a significant amount of funding from the provincial government. Okay. Because it's like a culture thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the government, from what I've heard, so I don't know how reliable this information is, but this <laughs> is what I've heard from QMJHL fans. The government was putting pressure on the QMJHL to get rid of fighting completely. Okay. Right? Well, because, um, you know, of all the, the negative, like some of the negative connotation that comes with fighting, right? Mm-hmm. The, the head injuries, just the, the they're, violence. They're kids. Yeah, that too. Um, there is a semi-professional hockey league. It has a French name, so I'll just give you the... The acronym, <laughs> or I guess it's an initialism. The LNAH is a semi-pro league in Quebec that's like known for its fighting. I'll, I'll pronounce this. No, you won't. You're not no. not correctly. We don't have time for this. <laughs> and so, like, they have a lot of fights. And there was actually Vice Sports did a kind of mini documentary on this league a couple years ago. It's on YouTube. Go look it up. Um and. Like, everyone in that league fights, right? There's no skill players. Everyone's a goon. <laughs> Goons. Um, and that's kind of soured some people to the idea of fighting in hockey. And so, from what I understand, that's why yeah. the QMJHL is... And then, related to this, is there's some belief... So, the OHL, 
is currently in the process of trying to figure out how they're going to get their season started. Mm-hmm. And they're also in talks with the public health authorities, right? The, from the provincial government. Yeah. Um, and there is some rumors going around that they might have to get rid of not only fighting, but all contact whatsoever. What? To prevent transmission between players. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh-huh. So... That's that's what's going on in the. It, it seems like we talk about this at least once a year, fighting in hockey, right? Yeah. And so that's that's the current update on uh, your thoughts. I mean, all things considered, also the fact that they're like kids, like fifteen to twenty one. At the if you're like really old, um, like I understand trying to like cut back on the fighting. Or, like, at least penalize the fighting that happens more. I, I guess it makes sense. I mean... Like you said. Fighting is illegal in hockey. Yep. You get a five-minute penalty for it. Yep. Like, that's... Um, and I think... Most fights... I think you'll agree with me on this. Good 80 to 90% of fights in hockey... Mm-hmm. End with zero health effects. Oh, yeah. Like, zero long... Like, no serious injuries. Like, maybe some blood. But, like, the reason that we we keep having this debate is because there are some very graphic examples. Yeah. But those are not the majority, you know? Those are they're, rare they're, cases. They're rare. We talk about them because they are rare cases. Yep. You know? If, if, if it was happening every fight, it'd be a different conversation. Yeah. Right? But the reason there's so much pushback is because a good majority of fights don't end in serious injury. And I think one thing leaks can do is really crack down on the instigators, right? The sucker punches, yep. the the aggressors, right? Um, I'm like the NHL, the way they've enforced the instigator rule is dumb, but at least they're trying, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but we've seen, <clears throat> if it's gonna, <clears throat> excuse me, if, if there's gonna be like potential for like head injuries and stuff, you want to get that out of the game if it's like. 15, 17-year-olds. Well, well, we, we've seen what happens in Europe when you get rid of fighting, right? Yeah. Have you ever seen Ice Guardians, the documentary? I have not. It's... No. I, I, I It was on TV once. I don't remember it much, so but I have seen it. Any hockey fans, which I assume there are some hockey fans listening to the Yegg Sports Podcast. Imagine if they weren't. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> um... Yeah, if you're a hockey fan, watch Ice Guardians. Very good documentary about fighting and hockey. Dave Semenko's in it. Yep. Um, and one of the segments was with uh, a scientist. I uh, I can't remember her name or what her actual, like what science she does. Yeah. But she did a study. So the all the European leagues got rid of fighting completely, right? Like mm-hmm. automatic suspension for fighting. Yeah. And what they found was the amount of like cheap hits that were happening yeah. went up. Yeah. Fighting right? is a way to compensate for the emotion. Hockey safer than I I'd say more than any other sport, stuff that people think should be called doesn't get called by mm-hmm. the referees, right? And that's not that's not an attack on the referees that they're incompetent. That's just there's this understanding in hockey that yeah, in the rule book, that's a penalty. Yeah. But it's probably not going to get called. And I can name countless instances. Cross-checking of, and of that happening. All right? the time. And But part of the onus for enforcing 
um, people playing the right way, not all of that falls on the officials. A lot of that onus falls on the players to keep yeah. themselves in line and to keep others in line. And fighting is... And that, I think that's unique to hockey. Yeah. And with, like, fighting's role in this, like, if you're, like, mad at someone in a game, you want to, you wanna, like, what, if you can't fight them, what's going to happen? Cheap shots. Yep. That's going to risk injury. You're, fighting is a consensual thing. Yep. And so you're, like... Yeah, like let's say let's say we're on other teams. You yeah. t- you take a run at one of my guys. Yeah. I want to fight you. You don't have to fight me. No. Right? If I jump you, I get a penalty. Yeah. Now, if you don't choose to fight me, yeah. you know, we get the Matt Kachuk thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. You get 20,000 people on Twitter calling you a, a turtle. A bleep. <laughs> um but yeah, I this this I I just meant this to be a quick thing because I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's uh, what the QMJHL is doing. Another quick interesting thing. I'm gonna get Google to pronounce this French league. League North American de Hockey. In an that's English pronunciation of the French league. <laughs> now here's the Ukrainian pronunciation of the oh English French God. league. You're welcome. That'll be all from me. How about what language do they speak in Singapore? Apparently, we have a listener in Singapore now. Um, hello I, to you. It's probably a VPN, but in case it's not, actually, welcome. You know actually, I think they speak English there. Because <laughs> I think I, I think it's like an English or an American. Anyways. Ex-colony of sorts. Okay, uh, cool. so thing number two, I wanted to let you know. I don't know if you've heard this yet. No Spangler Cup this year. Yeah, I saw that. Um... Yeah. The English is a sec is the second of four official languages in Singapore. Okay, we're not on that anymore. We're well, on my typing isn't as fast as you're speaking. So let's uh let's let's pay our respects to the Spangler Cup this year. My probably second favorite hockey event of the year. Not happening, which makes me very sad. Um Spangler Cup. At least we have the juniors. Yeah, right. That, that's what you really need is that. Thank God we have the juniors because I don't, I don't know what I'd do. Like I don't know what to do at Christmas break. Yeah. Especially if hockey's not happening till like January. Oof. The juniors, we need the juniors. So yeah, no, no Spangler Cup this year. Okay, let's get into our feature presentation <laughs> on the export. No, back to your usual program. <laughs> and we're not distracted. That only took twenty-one minutes. <laughs> We're going to hit that seven hours today, boys. We're going to do it. Okay. The Blue Jays got 26 hours. Their postseason figurative butts handed to them. And honestly, probably a little bit literally. (laughs) Um, Good Good for the Blue Jays, though. I... Destroying all expectations and making a postseason debut didn't last till October. So, but so, so if you missed it, which um, you could have, you slept like a little. Like, if, if you overslept, you probably one, missed one, the one, whole series. One long nap, and you missed all of it. So the Blue Jays lost Game One. I why is Google so hard? And also, why can't I remember the score? Four to one, five one. Blue Jays lost Game One, three to one. I was close. And Game Two, eight to two. He. <laughs> Yeah, eight to see it. <laughs> um, poof. 
Yeah, like, you know it's a quick exit when your playoff run doesn't even get to October. Mm-hmm. You play October baseball without playing baseball in October. Yes. Um, it's funny how that works. But, like, like we kind of said before this, like, they were playing with house money. Yeah. And they just didn't win. Yeah. Right? It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing that... Obviously, it stings. But, like, if you're the players, it's nothing to hang your they heads They weren't up. expected to get that far anyways. Their deadline acquisitions were free. Now, that being said, we can still talk about some of the decisions that were oh, made in this series. Oh, oh yes, yes. It's not like we're going to just cut off the segment there. Don't you guys worry. We got plenty more of our voices coming up on the Jays. Uh, okay, so let's just let's just work through the whole series and just we'll talk about what happened. Buckle up, boys. So the Jays going to so Sunday's game they're playing the Orioles mm-hmm. and they arrested a bunch of guys. Mm-hmm. Right? I think I can't remember who pitched that game, but it wasn't like it wasn't the scheduled starter. Um, so they lost that game, and as a, the Yankees also lost. So if the Jays would have won that game, the Jays would have moved up to the second American League East playoff spot. To play against not the Rays. To play against not Tampa, which is already a better matchup for the Blue Jays. Um, so, yeah. They lose that. Okay, you know what? Fine. Whatever. It's the last day of the season. You want to rest some guys before the, the playoff series. Yeah, whatever. it's going to be hard no matter who you're against. Like, okay. Whatever. Monday, I believe it was announced. Uh, the Blue Jays announced their starting pitches for the series. Game one, not Hunjin Ryu. Game one, Matt Shoemaker was going to start. Game two, Ryu. And then, if necessary, it wasn't. Game three, I underst- Taiwan Walker. I understand. Okay, okay. Can I give you my thoughts on this first? Yeah, you go ahead. So, when I first saw it, my initial reaction was, you know, what the bleeping bleep, <laughs> right? Like, this doesn't make any sense. What the chicken fried oven mitts is up with this? Like, 150 years of baseball precedent tells you you start your ace game one, right? That's just how it works. Yeah. Then the more I thought about it, I'm like, wait a minute. This is actually pretty smart. Because no matter what happens game one, game two is an elimination game. Yep. If you win game one, you have a chance to win the series game two. Uh-huh. So that'd be a good spot to have your ace pitching, right? Of course. If you lose game one, now game two is a must win. And it's also a good spot for your ace to be pitching. Hear me out. Pitch the ace all three games. Dude, it's not 1910. <laughs> um, although... Based on the amount of pitches he threw in game one, Shoemaker probably could have started all three games. <laughs> but that's a little bit later. Okay? So, Ryu's starting game two. I'm actually like, yeah, okay. Plus, he gets an extra day of rest now. Yep. Which, um, like, you would think would only help him, right? Mm-hmm. Especially because the, the feeling that I got was that he asked for an extra day. Okay. Uh, just to, you know, because... This season was really hard for pitchers because the reason spring training is six weeks long is so pitchers can build up their arm strength. Mm -hmm. Um, And they just didn't have it. Like, I think two games this year, the Blue Jays had a pitcher throw 100 pitches. 
Yeah. Two. Two! Which is only out of 60. It's still, still two. Two is two. Um, math is math. One every 30 games. Yeah. <clears throat> one every six times through the rotation. Anyways. Numbers. So, okay, Ryu starting game two. Yes, I like. I'm, I'm all for it. You go down through the rotation, Shoemaker, probably our second best starter right now. I like that. You could argue it's Walker. Yeah. You could also argue it's Shoemaker. That's why they're both scheduled to start. Yeah. So I'm feeling good about the Blue Jays. Right? I like their chances. <laughs> Again, in a three-game series, anything could happen. And I'm I'm kind of impressed with Charlie Montoya and his... And his thinking, and yeah. I'm like, I'm feeling good about it for about three innings. Matt Shoemaker pitches the first three innings of game one, gives up one hit, I think, no runs, 35 pitches, okay? This is the key number. If, if you take away one thing from this podcast, Matt Shoemaker threw 35 pitches in three innings. He averaged three pitches per batter. Yeah. Okay? The guy is cruising. Yeah. First time through the Rays lineup, they didn't touch him. Yeah. So, so like, am I crazy? Like, this, normally that would mean keep him in the game, right? Yeah, I was just... Am I, was, I nuts? I was, I was about to ask you. I was about to be, okay, Ethan, quiz time. Imagine you are baseball manager, Mon. And I'm you, Charlie Montoya. Yeah. yeah you, my guy, who, yeah. who is the second best starter on my team. Who's playing game one, because that makes sense. Yeah. And um, let's just, let's say you're watching this guy. Let's say he happens to make shoes, you know, and he's... The, the maker of shoes. Yeah, yes. and let's say he's sitting there, and let's say he's just on an absolute pitching roll. Yeah. Through three innings, no runs scored against. What What do I do? I think what you should do is get him the heck out of there. Like, if I'm in that spot, I'm the manager. Yeah. I'm not even, like... You're not watching him. I'm not even turning the bullpen phone on yet. Yeah. You're, you, I'm not even thinking about taking him out. Like, that thought... That, during the game, that thought literally never entered my mind. No. It's not like you're sitting there watching. Not, like, not, I wonder when we're going to take out the no, show, man. Not, not once was I like, oh, geez, you know what, Charlie? I might just get someone loose in the bullpen just in case. <laughs> I That thought never entered my mind. It was literally... Jay's come out for the fourth inning... Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's a different beard on the mouth. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? Did, Hot. Shoe, did Shoemaker lose weight? Like, Did he trip and get injured on the way back onto the field? Actually, I didn't even think. I think I was checking Twitter during the commercial break. Yeah. And they came back, and Buck Martinez was like, Robbie Ray coming in the pitch. And I'm like, <laughs> who? I know who it is. Yeah. I also know it's not Matt Shoemaker. <laughs> like, I just... Why? Just, I'm, I'm still... So that happened Why? on Tuesday. We're recording this on Friday. I'm still completely baffled by this decision. Like, okay. <laughs> Charlie Montoya's been in baseball a long time. He's managed in the minor leagues for some, like, 20, 30 years. Mm -hmm. He played for the Expos. Like, it's not like he's completely new to baseball. No. So he should know that you can't script baseball games. Exactly. He is following his plan. You screw the you plan. You can have a plan. You yeah. can have a plan. Honestly, plans are great. Plans are awesome. 
Right? Okay. And so the reason... It should not be concrete. The, the reason I say this is because after the game, Charlie Montoya said, our plan was always for Shoemaker to go three and then to bring in Robbie Ray. And, and that's the plan. Yeah. Like you said, screw your plan. Okay? If the... If... if okay. How about this? How about this? How about this? Follow your plan. So... Let's say, let's say, I, I don't know. Let's let's go back in time a little bit. Let's say Roy Halladay, rest in peace. Roy Halladay is on the bump for the Blue Jays. Okay, he's your ace, right? You know, if he's on the mound, you have a chance to win the game. Yep. Let's say Roy Halladay. You maybe, I don't know. For whatever reason, you have Roy Halladay on a pitch count or an innings limit. Let's say you're playing Roy Halladay seven innings. Okay. Let's say you're up 8 nothing in the 7th, and Roy Halladay is throwing a perfect game. Yeah. Screw your plan. <laughs> Leave him in. <laughs> you have to roll with the punches. That's what baseball is about. Baseball is about having a plan A and a plan B through Z. And or Z and, for our American listeners. And adjusting when you and have to. And reading what's happening in the game. It's like, it's no different for a hitter, okay? Yeah. Hitter goes up to the plate, okay? My plan is to get a fastball right down the pipe. And <laughs> my yeah, plan just, is to just swing. Listen. <laughs> just listen, okay? As a hitter, you know, you hear guys say all the time, oh, you got to go out there with a plan, right? You got to have an approach, have a plan. Yeah. Okay? So as a hitter, I'm like, okay, my plan, I'm going to hunt the fastball. I'm going to leave anything slow. I'm going to look for a fastball in my spot. Okay? Let's say he throws a slider right on the corner, strike one. Yeah. Okay? Maybe I'll change my plan a little bit. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll still say I'm hunting the fastball at the belt, middle in, and I'm going to turn on it. Okay? Throws another slider on the corner. Okay, now I got two strikes. I can't say, oh, my plan is to look for one pitch in one spot and try to hit it as far as I can. No. With two strikes, you got to have a different plan. You have to protect the zone. Right? You can't go down looking. You have baseball. The whole point of baseball is adjustments. Yes. Right? There's like 300, 400 pitches thrown every game, and every pitch that's thrown, the game changes. Yeah. And you have to be ready for the alternatives because you, so, you, you so can't to, know what's coming say, unless someone's banging a trash can to behind To say you. that was our plan, like why don't you just hold up a sign that says, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> and I – okay, there have been some people defending Charlie, and I get this, saying – Oh, well, it wasn't just him that made this decision. It was from, like, it was him and Ross Atkins and probably not Mark Shapiro, but they say Mark Shapiro because everyone (laughs) hates Mark Shapiro, right? It was a plan, like, from the management, right? Yeah. And so Charlie Charlie has to go with what management says. Mm -hmm. Is, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but the GM isn't in the dugout, right? Not during the game. I don't think he is. Okay. So why the hell is the GM making decisions between the foul lines during the game? Hmm. Right? That's interesting. If the GM wants to manage the team, <laughs> he should be the GM and manager. Okay? Yeah. You want to manage? Be the manager. Great. You want to coach the pitchers? Be a pitching coach. You want to swing a ball? You want to catch bullpens? Be a bullpen catcher. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it's, it's not in your job. That, that's like the the hitting coach <laughs> going up to one of our pitchers and saying like, "Oh, you gotta fix this with your mechanics." No, screw off. We already have a pitching coach, <laughs> a damn good pitching coach. Yeah. 
So, like, ah. And if you're Charlie Montoya, if you're, and Charlie Montoya is new to managing at the major league level. This is only his second season, right? Yeah. But if he wants to be a good major league manager, he's got to, you know, he's got to take, take some accountability. Mm-hmm. Right? He can't just say, oh, this is a plan we came up with. No. It was just, you know what? Maybe it was a good plan. Okay? Alter The it. game changed. <laughs> yeah. Okay? And and so now what happens when when you take on Matt Shoemaker, okay, now you got to bring in Robbie Ray in the fourth inning. Yeah. Instead of maybe the fifth inning or even the sixth or seventh. Yeah. And because you bring Robbie Ray in, well, now you got to bring in A.J. Cole a little earlier. Also, why A.J. Cole? Ryan Barucki has been one of your best pitchers all year, despite, like, never coming out of the bullpen ever. <laughs> and also, the Rays have six lefties in their lineup. Guess what? Ryan Barucki's a left-hander. AJ Cole is not. Yeah, Cole should not have been up there. So, not only do you have to bring in another reliever earlier, but now you have you bring in the wrong reliever. Hear me out. You keep Shoemaker in longer, and you don't need your third wrong reliever. Robbie Ray can play later. Like, if, maybe. if you leave your starter in there, that's one less reliever you have to use today. And that's one more you can use tomorrow. Yep. Now, it probably wouldn't have helped. Hindsight's twenty twenty, But at that moment in time, like... Why? I I mean, call me a traditionalist. <laughs> call me old-fashioned. But I don't think you should use relievers when you don't have to use relievers. Bold. That's a bold statement. Right? <laughs> like, I, I... This doesn't sound unreasonable to me. <laughs> I... And so, of course, like, <laughs> what happens when Robbie Ray comes into the game? First batter, leadoff triple, scores on a wild pitch, one yeah. nothing Tampa. Which, of course, you know, and like, that's not Charlie's fault, but of course, it looks bad. Honestly, I think it is Charlie's fault. Well, indirectly, no, because like, Robbie Ray pitched great. That's the only run he let in in three yeah. innings, mm-hmm. right? But at the same time, like when you're pitching. Sometimes it takes you a little, a couple pitches to find your release point. Yeah. Right? When a guy comes in and takes a couple pitches to to find the release point, that's not a shock to anyone. That's a thing that happens quite regularly. Yeah. Right? But that wouldn't need to happen if you left your starter in. Okay? Robbie Ray pitched great, but the first, the leadoff batter got a triple. If it's Matt Schumann on a pretty good hit, a pretty good pitch to hit. Yeah. Right? And so I think Robbie Ray was still kind of finding his release point a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right? Matt Schumacher quite obviously found his release point. Again, 35 pitches over three innings. One hit or maybe two hits. I can't remember. No I didn't, runs. I didn't buy No runs. <laughs> like, ah. I just, I also, don't get it. I, keeping Shoemaker, putting Robbie later, and then just, hey, let's not put Cole out at all. And AJ Cole's been fine, but I just think in that situation, you mm-hmm. have Ryan Barucki. Yeah, you don't need him. And I'm like the biggest Ryan Barucki stan on the planet, but <laughs> fuck, I love Ryan Barucki, man. I just, I love watching him pitch. Cool guy. Okay, so... That's game one. That's basically game one. Game two, there's a lot less to talk about because it was over pretty quick. Um, Ryu starts. Ryu just didn't have his stuff. And that happens. 
Yeah. Right? I don't care if you're Cy Young. I don't care if you're Pedro Martinez. I don't care if you're Raziel Iglesias. Someday, well, okay. <laughs> Some days you don't have your stuff. Yeah. It's K. It's like Babe Ruth went 0 for 4 plenty of times. Mm-hmm. Some pitcher, hitter, whatever. Some days you just don't have it. Right? It's not football. Right? There's 162 games in a season. Yeah. Some days you just don't have it. And it's- I don't... That performance does not discount anything Ryu did this year. Again, by by war, he was the third best pitcher in the AL this year. Yep. He led the Blue Jays in war as a pitcher. Yeah. And that's pretty impressive. So, like, now we should also note Ryu gave up seven runs. Three of them were earned runs because... With two men on and two outs, yeah. Bichette boots a ground ball that allows the inning to continue, and next batter Hunter Renfro puts it in the seats. Yeah. So now, like that, just shows you how important defense is, not just in baseball but especially in postseason baseball. Mm-hmm. Right, where and going in, this was the theme for the Blue Jays going into Tampa. If you want to beat the Rays, you can't make mistakes, or else they're capitalizing on exactly. And so, instead of third out of the inning, you're out of it, it's three nothing. Yeah, now it's seven nothing, and the inning's still going. Yeah. And now, that, that was it for Ryu. Um, that was Bichette's second error of the game. In, like, the third or fourth inning. Yeah. Because uh, earlier in the game, he had thrown one to first base. I would just sailed on him. And Bichette looked nervous. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you see the same thing from Bichette? Like, he just looked he, tight. Yeah. Well, el- elimination game. You're young. I get it. Okay, but before the series, Bo-, <laughs> Bo Bichette said about the Rays, and I quote... There's 0% intimidating. Hmm. He looked pretty intimidating. And I'm not saying, like, again, he's, what, 21? Yeah. yeah. He probably should be intimidated, right? The yeah. Rays are a good team. Hmm. Um, but to go out and say that you're not at all intimidated, <laughs> like, he talked the talk, now it's walking the walk. Throwing the ball. Yeah. Fielding a ground ball. And, like, there are a lot of people saying... Like, oh, see, this proves that Bo Bichette's not a major league shortstop. We should move him to second base. There's two things I say to that. One, I still think Bo Bichette can be a major league. Like, the bats there, I'm talking strictly defense right now. Yeah. I think the tools are there. He can be a major league shortstop. Mm-hmm. I think he's got he's got range in the infield. Mm-hmm. I think the arm he's got to work on a little bit and just the glove. Um, and two, we can't put him at second base. We already have a second baseman. We have a, we have a couple. Right? Like, we can't... It, like, you could move Biggio to third. I think the arm is an issue. But again, Calvin's such a smart player that he might, he would probably figure out third base. Yeah. So you could move Bichette to second, but then we don't have a shortstop. Okay, we have a couple guys in the minors 
which is one of them can step out of nowhere like i don't know i just don't yeah, i, I, don't, I, don't I think all the problems you have with like jordan gross hands is a guy that's i don't maybe still two years away yeah um oh shoot who's the other guy smith i forget his first name but same thing like not a great arm on him um <laughs> okay defense not good enough to play shortstop at the major league because like your best defenders in the major leagues have to be your catcher, your shortstop, and your center fielder, and then you your have, second baseman. Yeah, that's kind of has to be how right. It goes. You build your team up the middle. It's been like that. It's like that in any sport, right? Hockey's the same thing. You build your team up the middle. Um. So yeah, like I just, I just don't see, and like if we're being totally honest, like I don't get where this is coming from. Francisco Lindor is a free agent this year. Like, where's the money going to come from? Yeah. You're telling me you think the Blue Jays have a shot at, like, the best shortstop in the game right now? Maybe not. Like, a top three player in the league right now? Yeah. Like, for me, it's Mike Trout, it's Mookie Betts, and it's it's Francisco Lindor. Like, he's right there. Yeah. That's fair. Um, like, the Jays don't have any other option at shortstop right now is mm-hmm. the gist of this. Um. I mean, we'll talk about this. Like, we'll we'll do an off season preview once, once the the playoffs are wrapped up here. But this is the kind of thing I was seeing on Twitter um, as the game. Because I'll tell you what, second half of game two, I was doing a lot more uh, scrolling on Twitter than I was actually watching the ball game. Because <laughs> again, eight two. Yeah. Um. BT Dubs. Both of those runs, solo home runs by Danny Jansen. Danny! Danny Jansen! So, uh, and I know I'm, DJ. I'm, I'm totally biased because Danny Jansen's my favorite player. But uh, anyone who says you don't trust his bat, you can kindly screw off. <laughs> he was. It he showed was, up when it had to. <laughs> exactly. DJ, my right? boy. So I think I. That made me really happy, even though the Jays were done, that Danny had two dingers. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thank you to Danny Johnson for making my afternoon just a little less crappy. <laughs> Anything else on the Jays? Um, only up to go. Exactly. They're only going up from here. They still got, they still got a couple prospects. Unless it was a fluke, but, like... No, it's... <laughs> Was it a fluke that they were in the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. Right? Is it a fluke that they, that they improved? No. And they'll get better. Hey, they were above. They went from a team that lost 95 games last year to 500. Yeah. Above 500. Yeah. They were. They had a winning season this year. Yeah. And there were a lot of teams that didn't have winning seasons <laughs> this year. Yeah. Um, so, I. the Blue Jays should be. I'm incredibly proud of what the Jays did this year. They got a lot of things going for them. I don't think next year is the all-in year. No, no. But I think I think another step in. I think two years maybe before we're talking about the Jays as as World Series contenders. And I this team that they have right now is gonna do way more than the 2015-2016 days. And I've said this before about teams, and I've been wrong, but. It looks sustainable. Yeah. It really looks sustainable. Because they're all young, right? Yeah. And again, 
they got some holes. I'm looking at third base. I'm looking at center field. But that, like, maybe a four or five starter. Yeah. At the start of the season, I would have said the bullpen. But <laughs> the bullpen was the best part of this team. Yeah. Without Ken Giles for the majority of the season, by yeah. the way. Who, um, uh, Ken Giles is a question mark for next year. Because he's a free agent. Mm-hmm. And he just had Tommy John surgery. Bridge deal to see if he still got it? Well, he's not going to play next year, I don't think. After that. Like, he's not, I like, I think he's, like, 29, 30, 31, somewhere in there. Like, he's still got some years in him. Yep. But, again, we'll talk about all this when we do our, our Jays off-season episode. Yes, we Speaking will. of off-season episodes. <laughs> segway, segway, segway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, we're going to talk some Oilers. And as we lead into the draft and free agency. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to go to the middle of the show, which we just realized today. It's a sports podcast. Why don't we just call it halftime? Exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to go over some fun tweets, some, some shout outs. We're going to do all that uh, when we come back. Welcome back, listeners. Middle of the show. Renamed, <clears throat> renamed to halftime. Thank you. Um, Sorry. Uh, what should I... Sound effect time? Mm, welcome to... Yegg Sports Halftime. This is what we went with. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean on a broken flute. <laughs> Or, 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 what a great song. Would you prefer Yeggs, or how about this? Yeggs Sports <laughs> Halftime. <sighs> do you like that one better? Or we could do... I like, honestly, I like them both for very different reasons. How about reasons. this one? How about this one? Yeggs Sports That's it. Halftime. That's the one. Okay, so I think we got our we got our theme song for halftime. Yeah, half this is gotta be it. I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> uh, mention us on Twitter if you have any good meme songs that you think <laughs> we should use. Or or regular half-time. songs that won't get us copyright striked. I'm um, sh- I think we're fine. We're They're fine. memed, right? Yeah. Like, who cares? I think we're good. Okay, welcome to halftime. Like we'll give you all the money we make from the pod. Like. <laughs> Yeah, all that, all that cold hard dough. All that, that shiny dough. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally, I don't even have a chair. I just sit on bags of money. <laughs> yeah. But, Actually, uh, I find that like, whenever someone that I'm talking to finds out that I have a podcast, because I don't like, I don't bring it up in every conversation. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. you should listen to my podcast. <laughs> right. I'm not a guy that writes entrepreneur in my social media bio. <laughs> Um, yeah. but like first question people ask, Oh, so do you make money off of it? Really? Yeah. Like, See, you? I got a haircut this morning and, um, I noticed I was looking fly. Awesome. Thank you. And, uh, my hairdresser, she asked, um, what I, if I have any plans like for later, like, you know, a small talk and I'm, I'm like, well, I'm going to record an episode. Dude, on, she on, was on totally hitting on you. <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm going to record, um, I'm sort of a, a, a podcast with a friend. And she's like, Oh, oh my, you have a you podcast. Have a podcast? 
I didn't get asked about my like money, but like, it's like, oh, what's it about? Every, like, every time. When you start off and you record. Yeah. It's fun. Anyway. Start a podcast. It's fun. But yeah, we make uh, 152 bajillion dollars <laughs> every episode. Yes, we do. Okay, what do, you, what do you want to start with in halftime here? Let's start with, are you watching anything this weekend? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. Yeah, like, there's... I'm actually surprised. I found quite a bit that's happening. Really? Yeah. But, like, we talked about this before the show. None of the teams that we talk about are playing anymore. The Jays were the last team. That was it. So, uh... So, um, uh... I don't know if there are any, like, comedians or just entertainers that want to come on the show and fill an hour. <laughs> Give us a shout. Uh, but, okay, so I did I, I did find some stuff that I specifically am going to watch. Yeah. Or I'm going to try to watch. Tomorrow, probably not going to be able to watch this because I'm going to be putting together my Ikea furniture that I bought. <laughs> By the way, today was my first ever visit to Ikea. That's amazing. How did you go so long? I was surprised. Ikea? Even well, I didn't go in IKEA. I just a parking lot counts. The guy, the guy that brought me my stuff was Swedish. Was he? Yeah, like I didn't like I knew it was Swedish, but I didn't realize it was like Swedish. I never noticed that. Like I, I've been to IKEA quite a bit. In fact, I can touch IKEA furniture. You can touch IKEA furniture. We can all touch IKEA furniture. These are these are IKEA money bags that I'm sitting. Yep, on. yep, fresh from IKEA. Yeah, I've never actually, like, been to Ikea and, like, witnessed a Swedish person IRL. Literally the only person I've met that works at Ikea was Swedish. (laughs) You know what's whack? The hot dog prices went from 75 cents to one whole dollar, and I don't know why. Uh, uh, Like a Canadian dollar? Yeah. It's not like a Swedish... (laughs) Google's what the Swedish currency is. I imagine they use euros. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to... It's both, Yeg Sports is both entertaining and informative. <laughs> S- Swedish Krona. Yeah. No, no, it's, oh, yeah, like crowns. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it used to be 75 Canadian cents, and now it is one according Canadian to, dollar. According to Morningstar for currency and Coinbase for cryptocurrency, Google, <laughs> one Swedish Krona is equal to 15, sorry, this is worded, no, 15 cents Canadian. Okay. Yeah. What were we talking about? Um, what you're going to watch what this I'm weekend? Watching this weekend. <laughs> okay, so Saturday, college football starting. Huh. And if you'll remember, I don't know, you should remember this because you're a good Sherwood Park boy. Oh, no. I don't remember this. Sherwood Park product. I think he's still playing in Oklahoma Are you State. Are going to mow the lawn right now? Don't mow the lawn. We're recording. Who mows the lawn in October? I don't know. Okay. I don't think it was lawn. Chuba Hubbard, Sherwood Park product. Oh, my God. This guy. And his Oklahoma State Cowboys. I love his name so much. They're taking on the Kansas Jayhawks. uh, 1.30 Saturday afternoon. I have no idea if it's on TV. I have a question about the Jayhawks. Like like the team? Yeah. No, no. the, The word itself. Dude, it's a college team. Is that like two different crossbred birds, like a jay and a hawk? How do you how do you get a jayhawk? You draw it. How do you? That's two different birds just into one name. I don't. 
I haven't heard this name before, so I don't know what it is. It Jayhawk like a thing, or is it like is it like a turtle dove? You know, <laughs> Jayhawk. Uh, here we go. What is a Jayhawk? It's a rock band, according to Google. Jayhawks are a rock band. So my Google was okay. So there's a Jayhawks.com article called "Legend of the Jayhawk." It's like a crack. Uh, this Greek mythology. Probably Greek mythology. Okay, here we go, here we go. During the 1850s, so not Greek mythology, <laughs> the Kansas Territory was filled with Jayhawks. The area was a battleground between those wanting a state where slavery would be legal and those committed to a free state. Oh, God, no one's going to listen to this. <laughs> The factions looted, sacked, rustled cattle, and otherwise attacked each other's settlements. For a time, ruffians on both sides were called jayhawkers. So it's not a bird? Um, this can't be right. <laughs> yeah, it literally, it, they literally just combined two birds. Cool. So like, yeah. Okay, that answers my question. That'll be all. College football. <laughs> wow, I just. Yeah, they just combined two ber- two birds. Can you do that? Well, they did. Um, introducing. Okay, and my new fantasy baseball team, the the Sherwood Park Eagle Doves. Does it work if I do it? No, that's not because that's that still sounds like eagle doves. Two words. Like, you know how Jayhawk... Jayhawk it sounds kinda, like one word. Yeah. So, like, you'd have to be a... A quail crow. No. <laughs> Sunday! Sunday? Uh, some Bundesliga football. Bayern Munich taking on Hertha Berlin. I'm guessing the score is going to be, like, 12 nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on 10 a.m., probably on Sportsnet. And then uh, it's Sunday. It's October. So that means football... Unless someone tests positive and all the games get postponed again. Yeah. Uh, my New England Patriots taking on the defending Super Bowl champs and Patrick Mahomes, the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick uh, Mahomes? That's at 225. Going to be really interesting to watch yeah. because, like, last season I would have looked at this matchup and I would be like, oh, man, Brady Mahomes. Like, that's going to yeah. be cool. But now it's... Cam Newton versus Patrick Mahomes, which I would argue is almost a better matchup because the two play a lot more similar style than because Brady's a a pocket pra- passer, right? Mm-hmm. He drops back and he slings it. Newton's a, a lot a lot more like Mahomes, like a real athlete, moves around, scrambles, keeps plays alive. Yeah. Um. So yeah, should be a fun game. Two twenty five on Sunday. That's what I'm watching this weekend. Is NFL the only league where we have different favorite teams? Like I don't, I don't like I don't like the Patriots at all. I think it's the um, only league where we like full on like disagree. I feel like everywhere else we're on the same side of things. Uh, what about the uh, American Dodgeball Association of America? Um, my favorite team is whatever the German team's called. Sure, I'll join you there. I don't know. You any don't like the team. average Joes? I don't know any other team in that league. From the movie Dodgeball. Oh, I thought this was a real thing. Oh my lord! I was not paying that. I, I wasn't ready for you to throw a movie reference at me. I was, 
I was not ready. Yeah, my favorite team in the American Dodgeball. It's it's called the American Dodgeball Association of America. You're I thought that me? was your own personal joke. I didn't no. think that was <laughs> some script writer. But, uh, yeah, the German team coached by David Hasselhoff is my favorite <laughs> dodgeball team. Yeah. For those who care, D- Detroit Lions are my NFL favorite. Why Detroit? Why not? That's not an acceptable answer. I like their jerseys. Okay. Very nice blue. Okay. I, like, as proven by that quiz three weeks ago, I don't watch NFL football very much. So, Me too. I'm a pretty casual fan as yeah, well. Yeah, but so. like... Yeah, I I and I've been loyal to the to the red to the fuck. What are they called? The the, the Lions, <laughs> the Detroit Lions. Yeah, you love those guys, hey. <laughs> the Detroit. Yeah. Oh man, now I gotta put a language warning on this episode. Oh, way to go! Bleep it! Boo! Bleep it! Boo! <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, since twenty fourteen. It's like I haven't changed my favorite team, but I don't know anything about them. <laughs> Boo! Okay, so what are you watching this weekend? Oh, God, this show's taking forever. Nothing's on. Probably not much. <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> I'm watching cartoons. Okay, uh, do you have your shout-out ready for this I, weekend? I, yes. <laughs> that, no. sa- that sounded real confident. I forgot for a moment who it was. That's, that sounded about as confident as Bo Bichette looked against the Rays. <laughs> um... I'm just gonna I'm gonna shout out Oliver Ekman Larson. Okay, I gotta find a shout out now. <laughs> Oliver Ekman. I hate Larson. you. I hate you so much. <laughs> is, that, is that yours? You yes, that's my well, shout just, out. Just, you can take it. Explain why he's also your shout out because I haven't no, explained mine yet. Go ahead. Okay, no, I have a different one. <laughs> what? Go ahead. Oliver Ekman Larson for not wanting to come to the Oilers and saving us making a bad trade. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to announce that Oliver Ekman Larson is not coming to the Oilers. Unless he does. Don't, don't kill my vibe like that. <laughs> he, he still could. Don't interrupt the crab rave. <laughs> um, so yeah, Oliver Ekman Larson uh, did not put the... Or has informed management that the Oilers are not... Because he has a no-trade class. He has a mo- some sort of... Like 10-team, I think. Uh, something weird. Um, yeah, he doesn't want to come to Edmonton. Thank God. Not, like, because... Sounds like he could go to Vancouver, though. It would have been a bad trade. You know? Yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. No, thank you. Could you imagine if he goes to Vancouver? <laughs> <laughs> well, you have Tyler Myers locked I can't, up I can't wait for the Oliver Ekman Larson is the best defenseman in the league tweets. Well, because Ekman Larson and Myers are going to be making a lot. Tanev, if they Quinn Hughes lot. is going to have to get paid eventually. Well, the thing is, if I'm Vancouver, which I'm not Vancouver's manager. You're not Vancouver? But if I... I'm not the city of Vancouver. But if I was... Well, of course not. You're not on fire. I, I would be saving, like, all of my money for Pedersen and Hughes extensions. I wouldn't be doing anything else. In when, when's Besser's contract up? He oh, uh, he's getting traded. Last summer, it was he signed. Bridge. How long? How long? I don't know. But it doesn't matter. He's getting traded. I anyway. might be a closet Brock Besser fan. I don't, but he, I don't know his contract. He, he's going to Toronto along with Taylor Hall and Alex Petrangelo. Yeah, and everybody, including Manny Mac and Darnell Nurse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, uh, shout out. I'm going to shout out... Mm, 
Yeah, sure. I'll go two people. Well, it's kind of one and a half shoutouts. You'll see why. First of all, I am curious as to why. It's not that good. <laughs> First of all, I'm going to shout out Matt Shoemaker um, for being dynamite in the playoffs. Well, in one game of the playoffs. Three innings of the playoffs. And for not pulling a full-out Tanner Roark <laughs> and saying computers are ruining baseball and going on a tirade to the national media. Yeah. Um, but, like, there's a video of Pete Walker, the pitching coach, going up to uh, Matt Shoemaker to tell him that he's not going out for the fourth. Yeah. And it's just, like, a look of shock. Like, deer in headlights. <laughs> like, what? what? Um, you hear this guy? But, like, he's a free agent this year, right? Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of, like, if I'm Matt Shoemaker and I see that from the Blue Jays. Yeah. And I'm like, that's what you think of me? I'm I'm probably not coming back. I love Matt Shoemaker. I really hope he comes back next year. Um, But if he doesn't, like, I totally, I'll I'll get it. I'll get why. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I want to shout out Matt Shoemaker. Uh, we love you. Please come back next year and pitch like that in hopefully more than one playoff game. <laughs> now, my second shout-out is a hybrid. a hybrid. It's a hybrid between a shout-out and a tweet of the week. Oh. So I'm going to shout-out a person for having some really good tweets this week. Okay. Okay. I'm going to shout-out our a, friend. What a segue. That was a pretty good segue. Um, I only have one tweet. Like, one actual tweet. But he kind of went on a... So, I'm shouting out our friend from the Handkerchief Dynasty podcast. Yep. The High Priest of Oilers Magic. <laughs> he went on a little bit... Like, this was like one of those day tweet-a-thons where you just tweet about one thing for a day. <laughs> and so, the original tweet was, McDonald's Monopoly is better than Roll Up the Rim from Tim Hortons. Yeah. Which I agree with that statement completely. Yeah, yeah. It's like... I love Roll Up the Rim, but Monopoly's is way better. So much better. <laughs> and then his next tweet was, getting hit by a bus is better than Roll Up the Rim. <laughs> so yeah, and I, I'm, I'm shouting out the High Priest of Oilers Magic for having great tweets and just being a great dude. Um, if you haven't listened to it, we were on their podcast. Yeah. Came out, what? Uh, Monday morning? Sunday night? Something like that. It came out recently. It's out now if you want to. You can listen to it if you're not sick of our voices. Oh, you will be. You, you, you better go right now because we're going to talk for another at least an hour. If you want if, <laughs> if to see what it's like when Ryan and I are on a podcast that is under two hours. Yeah, it, it's like 38 minutes. Go listen to Handkerchief Dynasty. Mm. It is the number one Oilers podcast. You can find it anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Um, yeah, two great dudes. Mm-hmm. They've been doing this way longer than we have. Episode 83. Yeah. That's, now I'm no math whiz, but that, that's more than than 11. I'm just saying. They've been at this a lot longer. Um, Approximately 72 <laughs> episodes longer. Uh, yeah, all right. My tweet of the week. If tweet of the week, that's right. Um, that's from Hockey Night in Canada. It's a video. I'm going to play the audio. This is... Um, Leon Dreisaitl was asked, <laughs> he was asked, um, what it's like to play with McDavid. Do you hear this? Yeah, it sucks. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, he's, he's not a very good player. Uh, 
No, he's amazing to play with, obviously. He's great. Um, that's, that's all I'm going to play. <laughs> <laughs> obviously joking. Uh, yeah. I, I love Leon. I wish I wish we could just like hear more from him, right? Yeah. Because he, he doesn't really talk a lot to the media. Yeah. Um, and like, really. When he does, it's gold. No it's, one on the Oilers does. Terrible. Uh, he's, he's not a very good player. <laughs> Hey, you, you can say that when you score more points than any player in the league. Uh, yeah, the only person who can criticize McDavid and me not be, like, raising an eyebrow about it is Dreisaitl. Uh, yeah, if anyone else said that, even if, like, if Darnell Nurse said that, we would run him out of town. <laughs> As if we're not already, though. Yeah, he already kind of is, unfortunately. Leon will always be... Well, not always, because I... You know what I mean. He is my favorite player on this team. Yeah. I love him so much. <laughs> okay, my tweet of the week. I almost wish I would have gone first because my tweet's less funny and more. Okay. Like, who it, cares? This is a touchy feely tweet of the week. Okay? <laughs> it's from ESPN, who normally I despise, but uh, pretty, pretty good tweet. So basically, a grandfather left a bucket of baseballs on. On his street, in his neighborhood, yeah. right? And he put a note on the bucket of baseballs. Now, here's what the note says. So, first it says, free baseballs. Mm-hmm. Okay? And it says, hope someone can use some of these baseballs in the batting cages. I found them cleaning out my garage. I pitched them to my son and grandson for countless rounds. My son is now 46, uh, and my grandson is 23. I am 72, and what I won't give to pitch a couple of buckets to them. Uh, they have both moved away. If you are a father, cherish these times. You won't believe how quickly they will be gone. God bless. P.S. Give them a hug and tell them you love them every chance you get. Um, that, That's it. That's yeah. the tweet. <laughs> I, really, really powerful stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a great message. Like, if you love someone, let them know. Yeah. Right? Because, like, you never know. You, you never know when you're going to be talking to someone for the last time. Mm-hmm. And or at I, least for the last time in a while, even. I try to make this a habit. If if there's someone, you know, someone I love, I tell them, hey, love you. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's It's just a couple words. And it means... It means so, like, if you never saw that person again, wouldn't you want your last words to be, love you? Yeah. Right? Why not? Um, so, yeah, good good message from, I I wish I could get like, a name or something and, yeah. like, write this guy a letter. Because this guy's just seems like a quality dude. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, that's it for uh, halftime, yes? I believe so. I don't know. Did we miss anything? If we did... No one's probably no. listening anyways. <laughs> no one's keeping track on their fingers if we covered everything. <laughs> we got no questions this week, so... <laughs> Is anyone scorekeeping our show? <laughs> they should be. Okay. What would you even keep score of, though? Like, other, other than trivia. Like, like, what, like, good good points? I guess so. Like, if you make a good point, it'd be like, well, yeah, one point for yeah. you, then... <laughs> That's a point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back in a minute. <laughs> 